0: Another digital citizen Another
1: digital citizen.
0: Another digital citizen another digital citizen. Another digital citizen.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this uh, week's episode of Another Digital Citizen. I am one of your glorious hosts. Uh, my name is Fro. With me, I have glorious Luke. Hi, Luke. Hi, Fro.
0: Hi, everybody. How's it going? Because you're glorious.
1: Ba, 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 ba. Remember when we watched wrestling and thought that was a good time?
0: Uh, yeah, when it was on NXT, and then they ruined it. Uh, yep yeah that was a while ago though probably that's (laughs) probably like two years ago that it seems like not that long ago though
1: (laughs) it feels it feels shorter uh so
0: i have had one very special week how how about you pretty fast pretty quick week um getting ready for christmas and everything that's coming up what in a week and a day or so? Well, probably a week Mm -hmm. from when everybody's listening to this? Yeah, we are going to have
1: our uh, last uh, uh, podcast before Christmas on the 23rd. (laughs) That is probably the latest we have ever had a podcast. The 24th is Christmas in Norway. We talked about this before. Oh, yeah, right. This is Christmas in in uh, America, so... And everywhere everywhere else but the Nordic countries. It is so weird. We have talked about this before, but I find it very weird that it's just the Nordic countries that celebrates the 24th. It's like Norway, Finland, Denmark, Iceland.
0: Yeah. uh, I feel like there's some other holiday we talked about that you guys do at a different time as well, though. Hmm, I can't remember right now a
1: mother's day and a father's day oh right those of... are
0: the ones yeah totally. yeah, yeah. it's
1: different there um yeah <laughs> uh so so you your week has
0: been very uh fast you say i just yeah it seems like everything flew by really really quick uh cool. yeah well yeah. cool, mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. so did you have any two fake this week a toothache? No, I did not have a toothache this week. Mmm, it must be me then. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you have a toothache right now? <laughs>
1: uh,
0: uh, um.
1: So on Sunday, I went uh, out and uh, uh, getting a little sh- uh, Christmas uh, shopping. Uh, my Christmas gift from me to me is standing right in front of me. I can see it. It's black. It's big, and it uh, gives a lot of sound. Uh, so I bought myself a speaker with uh, that goes together
0: with my Chromecast and things like that. So oh, I nice. Okay. yeah, well, it's true. like true. one of those soundbar speakers, like, or is it a stand-up speaker?
1: No, it's uh, I would say it's a little. Have you ever seen the new Google Home? Sure. Yeah. So it's uh, if you put four of those uh, in a row, uh, <laughs> I would say the size of this is. Yeah, it's a soundbar, right? Right. No, it's not a soundbar because it's 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 not it's like if those Google songs stand uh, the right way up, like up to the sky. So it's more like it looks more like a base than a, a soundbar. But anyway. Uh, I did that on Sunday uh, on Monday, I was eating uh, no so on Sunday evening I was eating something and uh, all of a sudden I had half a tooth in my mouth and then when I would talk about like uh, half a tooth it said like it said crunch
0: mm-hmm. it said. Uh, and I was thinking to myself oh fuck. You must have been eating something hard. Obviously, you weren't eating like spaghetti. It was like an no, apple was, or,
1: yeah. I, I was eating an apple. Oh, yeah. uh, well, that was a very good guess. Um, so I went to bed and I had tremendously sharp pain after eating the pill. And I slept two hours and I woke up and I called the psych team and I was like, get me emergency. uh emergency. Uh, like dentist appointment, so right. I got a, a appointment half past four uh, or half past three, sorry, and I was home at fiveish, and I talked to you at eight and uh, at uh, half past uh, seven, between uh, and the 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 numbness of my tongue has had still not gone out, so. Uh, they, they said, well, the root is rotten, you have to pull your teeth, and um, uh, we can't do that without you being under anesthesia. Well, I could do it with uh, just needles, but they want to, like, take
0: the rest of my teeth when I'm still... They have younger. dentists here in America, Fro, where they just give you drugs just to clean your teeth. Yeah. They have specialized dentists for people who are afraid of dentists, where they just drug you up and knock you out just so they can, you know, do a teeth cleaning. So, uh, I wouldn't be, I'm not surprised they knocked you out for a root canal. Yeah. So they, they are
1: going to pull my tooth, uh, then fix the rest of my tooths. And that is going to happen in February. so yeah i have to have a little pain in my tooth to february so it's gonna be super fun
0: that's a little annoying but i mean if it gets really bad you can always go back did they give you any drugs for the pain or anything Well, it comes and goes. Uh, It depends how... Like,
1: I've been very uh, smart and I bought uh, a little, like, uh, toothpick thingy uh, when I was there. So I can, like, brush just where the nerve is. Because if it gets food down in the nerve,
0: that's the problem. Huh. Okay. I I figured they would have put, like, a... Cap over it or something like that. To yeah, keep they it have clean. To put cap of it, but the cap is a little
1: too too um, narrow. Weird. A little, yeah. Huh. So, so sometimes I feel it, and sometimes I don't feel it at all. But I had like two hours today. I I, I call called like oh we have to go back. So uh, I was going to go there on Friday, but then I had to go one hour before and get, like, uh, um, knockout me- medication. Like, uh, what do you call it?
0: Uh, Valium. Okay. So, I don't think I mean, Valium's a knockout medication. Well, it can be, I guess. Maybe. Uh, uh, if you take enough. You're... Right. I think it's more of, like, an anti-anxiety thing, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It knocks me out. That's for sure. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean... I- this week went by really fast for me, uh, mostly because I was just uh, doing nothing, because like I said, last week my back was all messed up, so for the first, whatever, mm. three days of this week, I basically just sat around, uh, and, you know, tried to stay away from doing any anything too strenuous, uh, and then the rest of the week I just kind of did little things, so it was like, you know, a not very eventful week for me, to be honest. Well... We can switch tooths if you want to <laughs> i've i've n- never had a cavity. I think I had like things that were uh you know I went to the dentist and they are like this has a potential to be a cavity, so we're gonna deal with it yeah. now, but I've never I've really like good teeth genetics or something I think yeah i don't definitely don't. My mom has none of her teeth left oh uh. I think, yeah, my parents have pretty good teeth. Uh, I think my mom has better teeth than my dad, as far as I remember. Um, mm. Like, from their dentist vi- visits, and uh, that probably is, I'm guessing, where I get my genetics from. I don't know, though. Mm. I'm jinxing it probably. Now I'm going to wake up tomorrow with like, a toothache.
1: With a toothache?
0: Yeah. Tomorrow's
1: like you're going to call me and like, oh, we need to delete that episode. I have so much toothache. What has been a toothache? Of America is the election. See what I did there?
0: Yeah, I do. Yeah. Uh, Let's see if someone has pulled something out this week. Uh, The Electoral College has decisively confirmed Joe Biden Monday as the nation's next president, uh, ratifying his November victory. Uh, The state-by-state report? Reputation of Donald Trump's refusal to concede, uh, the presidential electors gave Biden a solid majority of 306 electoral votes to Trump's 232, the same margin that Trump bragged about being a landslide when he won four years ago. Uh, heightened security was in place in some states as electors met to cast paper ballots uh, with masks and social distancing. The results will be tallied in washington on january 6th in a joint session of congress uh which will be presided over by vice president mike pence
1: yeah i am so happy that trump uh went out graciously and congratulated joe biden on the victory and everything has stopped now oh wait that is not what happened
0: Oh, shit. Trump uh, has had unsupported claims of fraud in the election. There was little suspense oh. and no changes to, as every one of the electoral votes allocated to Biden and the president in the last month's popular vote were officially uh, given to each man. So no, there was a lot of talk of, oh, these certain state uh, electors are going to turn on Biden and even though they're state, they're going to vote for Trump because... I don't know, they're Republicans or something. I think that was one of the ideas. Mm. There is now, like I said, on January 6th, the Congress has to count up and tally the votes. I guess they're, in the next few days, I'm guessing, people are going to start um, uh, hemming and hawing about that as far as, like, uh, oh... This is, now Now is when Trump is going, going to really turn it around, and right. now, right. this is actually the time, not, we thought it was the other times, but this time, it's actually going to be the time <laughs> that he steals the election. We promise it's going to happen this time. We're not just saying this for ratings, we swear. <laughs> Definitely not. Never ever it's not has nothing that. to do with that we totally are gonna lose all of our ratings <laughs> once Donald Trump is out of office. That has nothing to do with it. <laughs>
1: uh, well I hope I hope he turns a pro uh, in golf and becomes
0: what a pro golfer Trump
1: yeah yeah That's uh, what I hope he it... uh, after he's done.
0: Yes, I had not enough practice uh, when he was president, so. Uh, I well, he was, I, what I'm to understand is even before he was president, when he would play golf with people, Trump is a notorious cheat, like he, <laughs> but people kind of, uh, it's been known with like business people who he played golf with back in the day that, uh, he would cheat less like blatantly and nobody would say anything about it to him because they're trying to make a business deal. When you're trying to make a business deal you don't go, hey did you just cheat? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No that wouldn't surprise me. I would love to see
1: like a charity thing of golf between him and Tiger Woods just to see how bad he is at golf.
0: Whoa, Trump? Oh, Yeah, usually when they do those celebrity charity event golf things, though, it's like a team of two. So it would be like Trump and and a pro, and then Tiger Woods and another celebrity or something like that. That's usually how those charity event things work for golf. What's another good uh, golf
1: player? John Nicholson? Is he still around? Jack Nicholson?
0: (laughs) Jack Nicholson. Is it Jack Nicholson? John, Jack Nicholas, I think is the golfer. Jack Nicholson is the actor. Is that right? I know. I know Jack Nicholson is the actor. John, right? Jack, I don't. I don't know. I don't know golf all that well. But I'm pretty sure that guy is probably dead because he was a golfer in like the '90s or something. Okay.
1: Okay. Do you you see how old we are, people? (laughs) I don't follow golf. Uh, but yeah, uh, my favorite spokeswoman of all spokeswoman. what did she say about us?
0: Right after the Electoral College uh, voted for Biden, the press secretary for the White House came out and she made a statement about the Electoral College for the first time. Why don't we give it a listen? Give me a countdown.
1: In uh, three, two. One, go
2: voted does the president acknowledge
1: that Joe Biden Why do people think she's so does
0: pretty? any plans to invite him here to the White House? Um, I don't, the president I don't know. is I don't know. She's blonde ongoing litigation related to the election. I think her, uh, her, her head is too big for her, her body. That's what process, I think. So I will yes. leave that
2: to him and refer you to the campaign for more on that litigation.
0: And I think her cross to, is too
1: uh, small of for her soul. Congratulating Joe Biden and calling him the president-elect.
2: I haven't
0: gotten the president's reaction to that yet, but the president, again, is pursuing ongoing litigation, would refer you to the campaign so, what well, she's they're still refusing to concede, even though the electoral yeah, college doesn't seem to be a legal recourse. What the shock! The campaign would have more specifics for you on legal recourse, but yesterday was one step in the constitutional process leading up to the January 20th date. I can't
1: wait to read her book about the uh,
0: 2000.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, we can stop it there. <laughs> Say that again. I didn't hear. It. I can't wait. I can't wait to read her book
1: about the election and how it was to be Trump's press secretary.
0: I don't see this lady writing a book, but sure. <laughs> well, when I say write a book, I say ghostwriting.
1: <laughs> Probably, I don't think she can read a story. <laughs> that was very, very rude of me. But <laughs> I don't like her. I'm very happy that Trump is going to go away soon. Soon. January
0: can't come fucking soon enough. Yeah, but he's not actually going anywhere because they put out a thing even yesterday. The Trump campaign sent out an email uh, with a questionnaire and one at least one of the questions was, uh, should Trump run in 2024? Yes, no. So. Sure,
1: sure, no, he's not going to go anyway, but it's just, like, there's going to be at least four years of less Trump in uh, the white eyes. Sure, yeah, I mean, that's true. And, to be honest, for at least four years is better than non-years. Hey, uh... Race against time. First American vaccine as uh, the U.S. the death toll passes 300,000. There, that's a lot of people. Uh, New York City intensive care unit nurse on Monday became the first president, uh, first first person, sorry, in the United States to receive coronavirus vaccine, uh, saying she felt healing is coming as their nation COVID-19 death toll crossed a staggering 300 lives lost. Sandra Lindsay, who treated some of the sickest COVID-19 patients for months, was included at the Long Island Jewish Medical Center in New York City, borough of Queens in early epicenter of country's coronavirus outbreak, receiving applause on live stream with New Year governor andrew gumo i i didn't feel anything different from taking any other vaccine Lindsay he said i felt hopeful today relieved i feel like uh, healing is coming i hope this marks the beginning of the end of a very painful time in our country i want to instill uh, public confidence that this vaccine is safe she added
0: yeah, and it says that uh, after this, um, the vaccine's arrival provides hope that the country's uh, lives lost mounting in the hospitals. Uh, a record 109 patients reported Monday alone. Uh, this has strained the healthcare system to the breaking point. Over the past seven days, the U.S. has had an average of 2,462 deaths a day. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty... uh,
1: The uh, Prime Minister of Norway just talked today about uh, how Oslo will be the first place that receives uh, the vaccines in Norway. I talked to my doctor today to ensure that I'm very high on the list of getting the vaccine. Uh, Things like that Uh, is of course going to make uh, life a lot of uh, a lot more easier. As long as I don't
0: kiss any minks, I will be okay. I mean, I think a thing to put into perspective here is, I uh, some I heard this somewhere or I read it, one or the other. But I'm looking it up again right now. Three hundred thousand deaths is what we passed this week in America. Uh, yeah. a number of U.S. soldiers killed in World War II from. Two hundred ninety-one thousand five hundred. Jesus Christ! We've passed the number of people that died in World War Two by nine thousand people at this point. Yeah, that's enormously big number. Yeah, it's crazy to enormously. think enormously.
1: Yeah. But yeah, uh, talking about minks, uh, like you know countries have their like state flowers and state animal and things like that. I think we need to make mink the analyst the, like the mascot for another digital citizen because holy cow, the mink is getting in trouble again.
0: It says here a wild mink, so not a farmed mink but a wild mink captured in Utah has tested positive for COVID-19 This is the first wild animal in the U.S. to be tested positive, said officials Monday. Reuters reported that the U.S. Department of Agriculture noticed, indicated that free-ranging wild mink... uh, Oh, they put out a notice that indicated a free-ranging wild mink that later tested positive for coronavirus was captured near near a mink farm in Utah, where cases of virus have been reported. So it got uh-huh. it probably from the other minks. Uh, did they talk to it and did it speak Danish? I don't know. The, US, the D.A. officials have been conducting tests near the farms uh, to confirm infections uh, to, to determine if it can be spread by nearby wildlife. Well, it can. <laughs> we just proved that. Well, yeah, but I think it uh, can be spread by near... I think they mean, like, to humans. Oh, to humans. Right. Okay. Like, if you were to... I don't know. Like, what if your cat killed a mink that had coronavirus, and then your own house cat got coronavirus? Could it then spread it to you? Because we do know that tigers and lions in zoos have gotten it, so cats can probably get it, right? Yeah. So, that's... I guess that would be my fear if like, you're, if you have an outdoor cat and it's killing mice and stuff and it kills a mink and the mink has coronavirus that could be an issue uh, it says here more than 1500 farm minks in the US have died from the virus uh, of course Denmark killed more Holy than 17 shit. million minks uh, yeah. after concerns uh, over coronavirus yeah this is going to be a genocide for minks as well but it also point the thing that we've been talking about as far as like there's the secondary virus, uh, yeah. In Europe, that's like the mink virus or whatever, which we saw, it looks like they've determined might be what's spreading in England as well. Didn't you, did yeah, you send me an yeah, article yeah. about yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. and now we're seeing mink cases in America. So it just puts into question, uh, the vaccine and everything, but maybe the vaccine works for this. I don't know. Hopefully it does. Well, the one that the Pfizer vaccine is not like a regular vaccine, as I'm to understand. That's like uh, one of the vaccines where it's like it takes a little bit of the uh, virus and then injects it into you to create antibodies. The Pfizer vaccine is some other new kind of vaccine that's like totally different. So, Mm. Yeah,
1: don't ask us. We know nothing about it. It
0: has something like, to do with DNA, like RNA. Um, they put in RNA that, like, changes the way your body processes things or something. I don't know. It's totally different than a normal vaccine. That's all I know. If they kill the minks in Utah, they can baptize them afterwards because
1: they baptize dead people. So they can baptize minks. Uh, I guess they... so. Mm-hmm. Uh... Talking about uh, the U.S. government, Uh, they uh, are doing
0: something with uh, Facebook. This is
1: pretty, pretty big.
2: Pretty
0: big. The U.S. government and 48 states in the U.S. uh, and district sued Facebook Wednesday, last Wednesday, accusing it of abusing its market power and social networking to crush smaller competitors and seeking remedies that could include four spin-off Uh, of the social network's Instagram and WhatsApp. Uh, An antitrust lawsuit that seems like a landmark has been announced by the Federal Trade Commission and New York Attorney General. Uh, This marks the second major government offense, offense this year against seemingly untouchable tech behemoths. The Justice Department sued Google in October for abusing its dominance in online search, which we covered at the time, if you remember that. Right now, I'm going to
1: be an asshole and ask which two
0: states didn't support this. Use it 48 right. I don't know. It's if it's that they su- don't support it. It's just that they didn't. Uh, they're not suing them for whatever reason. Can I guess? Is it Alaska and Hawaii? I fucking don't know. Do you have that information, or are you just? <laughs> no! no, I'm just guessing. <laughs>
2: like. Uh,
1: very weird like it's 48. <laughs> I'm 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 sitting here thinking who what other states could it be? Like m- yeah, maybe a state where Facebook has a headquarters wouldn't be so very interested in joining the course. Where is the headquarters of Facebook in America?
0: California probably, right? Probably. Everything uh, so- is in
1: Silicon Valley, I'm assuming. That... So maybe California was one of the states that didn't join it? Uh,
0: who knows? Uh, it says here... Th- but yeah. Uh, the government's most... Sig- this is the government's most significant attempt to b- buttress competition since the historic ages of Microsoft two decades ago. A- Amazon and Apple are also under investigation in congress by federal authorities for alleged anti-competitive conduct yeah
1: i agree to that i think uh i think amazon is even bigger than facebook right now uh to be honest with you
0: yeah but you're thinking of it just as facebook uh they're not because even in this it says facebook has engaged in systematic strat uh, Systematic strategy to eliminate competition. These things included purchasing smaller up and coming rivals such as Instagram in 2012 and WhatsApp in 2014. So you got to think of Facebook as like all those things, not just Facebook, right? Right. And Instagram is huge.
1: Yeah. I don't use it that either, so.
0: I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, but it's, you know, it's big with. Bigger than Facebook with younger people, they use Instagram, and they all go, oh, look at you using Facebook, but don't you know Mark Zuckerberg is terrible? I use Instagram, which is also owned by Mark Zuckerberg. (laughs) But I do also TikTok. That is illegal in America, but nobody has told me,
1: or the government has not done anything with it. Oh wait! We're just supposed to sell to an American company. What the fuck happened with that deal?
0: Nobody knows. I'm pretty sure Microsoft uh, ended up with like majority st- stake in it. They did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what ended up happening. Yeah. Really?
1: Okay. Yep. Because when we t- we talked about it
0: late uh, the la- uh, latest, it was Oculus. Yeah, both of those. Hmm. Like but the I said majority stake is Microsoft. Oh, so multiple companies own it, uh, but majority stake, I think is Microsoft.,
1: okay. you know, but uh, this is a big deal. I mean, uh, I, I think I think it's uh, great. I uh, we talked about this before that uh, Facebook book needs to be. Uh, more into the state. I I think it should be state regulated uh, because it is a too big uh, platform. And uh, uh, when you have too much power in one, one place and you show time after time after time that you sell it to companies for for a lot of money, and don't like uh, use your use base for something good. You shouldn't be in charge of it, so I I think this is a good thing, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is, and I think them investigating Amazon and Apple uh, currently is also that's going to turn into something in the future. We'll probably see them try to uh, split up some of the companies that those people have bought, uh, because they've bought up little companies just like Facebook did with Instagram and WhatsApp. It says right. here, uh, Instagram and WhatsApp are among 70 small companies that Facebook has acquired over the past 15 years, so since 2005. Uh, so they've just been buying up little companies, as, and as soon as a, com- a competitor shows up, they just buy them out. So there's no need right. for them to... Uh, make a better product ever, because they can always just be at the top of the hill, if that makes sense. But then it makes me go back to the point that we made when we were talking about the... Um, uh, the lawsuit recently, like the Microsoft lawsuit, or whatever yeah. it was, uh, that... If they're gonna do this to these tech companies, which it seems like they're mostly focused on tech companies uh, yeah. being uh, having problems with buying out little uh, uh, little competitors, but I'm looking at Time Warner and Disney and going, what about these companies that are doing the same thing, right. just not in the internet space, right? But almost or the Koch brothers. I don't know anything about the Koch brothers, but I knew do know that if you look at Disney Disney and what they're doing right now with streaming services and just buying up every streaming service and how Time Warner... Like, Disney owns three of the streaming services. Time Warner owns, what, two of the... two Another two or three of them? So yeah. that right there is starting to look more and more like anti-competitive behavior to me. And I, I, I,
1: I, I could... I, I, I said I could give Apple a pass because Android is getting more and more popular. But uh, who, uh, I, 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 I think they also flood the market with uh, a lot of, of, of uh, computers and tablets as well. So I guess...
0: I think this is more about them buying up competitors where Apple has definitely bought up small competitors to keep them from... Sure having any competition against them uh, which makes it easier for them to make shitty products that people will still buy because they don't have any other choice because there's no competitor. That's the issue.
1: Hey, if I uh, could have one wish before Christmas it would be that uh Giseline Maxwell gets to celebrate uh, Christmas uh, out of uh, prison. I mean, if I could have one wish
0: before Christmas. I don't know anybody in the world that doesn't want to see that. <laughs> oh, wait. You mean everybody? Uh, except for Psychopaths? like Maxwell psychopaths. <laughs> has revealed <laughs> her hidden wealth Fro, and claims she does not well? pose a fr- flight rick as she will... She would never abandon her husband, the husband who we just all found out about it even existed. Yeah. That one? W- wait, what husband? <laughs> We don't even know her, his name, for fuck's sake. In a plea to the judge uh, to be released uh, from prison in time for Christmas, the British socialite has pleaded not guilty to charges of helping Jeffrey Epstein recruit and gr- groom underage girls. Uh, she has offered two, oh, $28.5 million, uh in a fresh application for bail. Uh, Maxwell's spouse, whose name has been redacted from court documents, but is understood by the Telegraph to be Scott Borgenson, an American tech CEO she married in 2016. He describes her in the application filed uh, to the U.S. District Court as a wonderful and loving person. Sure. <laughs> I really,
1: really trust this
0: Scott Borgensen. If that's who, even He's who just, it is, allegedly, I guess. I, right. uh, uh,
1: I, I mean, I, I'm sure his his point, opinion will rank very much up up there. I'm sure all the victims of rape just forgot, forget, uh, forgot about it now that he says he she is a loving and wonderful person.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah that exactly. Work like that? Oh, Scott Borgensen <laughs> said so? Okay, just drop, drop the case. I mean, <laughs> Scott Borgensen sure. is going to come out here and be like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it says here, the 20, uh, more than 22 million of the assets pledged, so not all of them, but most of them, mm-hmm. uh, to secure the bond uh, are coming from a combined resource of Maxwell and Mr. Borgensen. Uh, Borgensen has two children with a previous wife, and... Mm-hmm. The amount represents the couple's declared combined wealth and assets the court documents state. So what they're saying is, we're going to give you all of our money uh, in exchange for her freedom, and she's not going to run away because you have all our money, and that would not only screw over her, it would screw over her husband, and that's like their their chip. And they're saying she's not a flight risk, but I don't see that as the case you don't think this lady has money in the cayman islands and like in switzerland and yeah
1: right she has it in all the places where they wouldn't i mean i i i don't really read the daily mail and things like that shit like that but uh 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 there were some pictures of uh, him and uh, Maxwell together and uh, <laughs> they were talking about the fear they were having together before they got married and things like that. It's such a weird story.
0: Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know like, what any of that meant, but sure. Um, you said hey, look. pictures of them yes. together? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like in a loving pictures. embrace, or like, you know, like Hunter Biden pictures. What are we talking about? Uh, uh, oh, pictures of him holding her hand. Oh, okay. So not like something you'd find on Pornhub then. No, no, no. no. Not those kind of pictures. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about we're talking about J- Jizzy Max here. It could have been. You never know. <laughs>
1: Well, if you looked for it on Pornhub, look, you would have a small little problem with looking for stuff on Pornhub right now because guess what? It has removed most of it, what, its videos. What the fuck are we going to do now? It's not like there are six thousand other <laughs> Pornhub <laughs> clones out there. If you need, if you need, <laughs> if you need help for this write to me I will give you a list if you only use Pornhub Uh, Adult Video site uh, Pornhub has removed the majority of its video by suspending all uh, unverified uh, uploads and uh, admit row of illegal content Mastercard, one of the world's biggest payment providers pulled the support of the site last week over the scandal a New York uh, time report has the accused uh, of being infested with child abuse and rape related videos. Pornhub says that new measures are now strict and than any social media platform. I feel like it's like taking it a little too step to like are you more secure than Facebook when Pornhub is like saying hey, hey, hey guys. We're more secure than
0: Twitter and Facebook. Come to us. Well, I think the thing about this, especially this uh, Pornhub rebranding or whatever you want to call it, uh, they have this right. like they have to do a age verification system. Which means that you would have to give them like a driver's license or something to prove how old you are, which means you'd have to give them your actual name and like address and things, right? To mm-hmm. confirm how old you were, which you don't have to do with any other social media platform. So, in that right. sense, they are correct that this is probably more uh, secure than any other platform. Does that make sense? Okay. Can I give you a small prediction? Okay. 2021.
1: Uh, It's the year 2021. Okay. Uh, Sometime. We will get news that Pornhub is shutting down. That is my predictions for 2021. Okay. No way. There's no way this is going to work. There's absolutely no way. I know it's like the biggest place where everybody goes for porn, but it's like... There's 6,000 other places, like that doesn't have these measures, that
0: don't care. Sure, but I don't think people that are going to Pornhub really care that much about where the porn is coming from. They're not like, oh, I really like that one uploader on Pornhub that I always went to their their uploads to see what new uploads were coming. Like, that's not something you do on Pornhub, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, why isn't Alex... 73 <laughs> uploading anymore.
0: Yeah. Well, Zach 69 420 <laughs> is not putting porn up anymore. Why? Why? But this really comes all because of MasterCard. Since MasterCard had launched an investigation and decided oh. to cut ties with Pornhub soon after. Uh, Visa is currently pursuing a similar inquiry uh, so we could see more of this in the future, but uh, we talked about this with Somebody, we did an interview with a, a lady who was a, what, phone sex worker a while ago. Yes. Years ago, maybe. Our, our most downloaded episode. Our most downloaded podcast we've ever done. Uh, yes. Probably because of the title. But in that, yes. she talked about her biggest fear as far as uh, of her job is that saying the wrong thing, it doesn't get in tr- you in trouble with, like, her boss, the person who runs right. uh, the phone sex uh uh, whatever business company, company. Right. yeah, uh, she's more concerned that credit card companies will hear about something she said wrong and they'll uh, pull their the resource of being able to use that credit card to pay them. Um, and this is they're doing the same thing here, uh, and but that this is for porn instead of phone sex, obviously. But it's all right. it's all being controlled by the same credit card companies, which I think is interesting <laughs> that when it boils down to it these credit card companies are really the ones that are, like, deciding what is acceptable porn or uh, whatever, and what's not. Sure.
1: I mean, uh, in its most recent annual renew, uh, Pornhub said it had 42 billion, that's been with a billion visitors in 2019, and that is 6.83 uh, million um, uh, videos had been uploaded with the combined viewing time of 169 years. You know
0: it was 170 and they just said 169 because funny, sex number. Ah. Yes, yes.
1: But uh, yes, that is... uh, people, People can get enough of porn, I guess.
0: Well, yeah. Now it's—I mean—all that it is now is that it's all verified, so they know where the porn is coming from. They know the, who's in in it, who's you know being represented, and it means nobody's going to be exploited, which that is a good thing. I—I uh, sure. I, and getting rid of child porn and this and that. Um. So yeah, that, it's a good thing. Speaking of good things, uh, more than nine hundred cars pay it forward in random act of kindness at a drive-through, uh, in Minnesota from. Mm. A community in northern Minnesota is in shock after uh, it led to, uh, a single random act of kindness led to more than 900 cars paying for each other's meals at a drive-through at a Dairy Queen over two and a half consecutive days. Customers at the Brainer Dairy Queen surprised the driver behind them by buying them a meal. The restaurant's manager said this type of pay-it-forward chain <coughs> sometimes happens, but it's never been so long. Uh, it began spontaneously during Thursday's lunch rush. Uh, Tina Jensen, who runs two Dairy Queen restaurants in northern northern Minneapolis, said one man asked the cashier if he could buy his own mill as well as the one behind him. Uh, there are all types of ways to help people. I think this. I think this touched a lot of people. We didn't even know it touched. Uh, and you don't know what's going. And. You don't know what's going on in every person's life, right? Yeah, and I mean, nine hundred cars in a row—that's
1: a lot of people. That is a lot of people.
0: Right, and that—that's just a, a, assuming. Like, that—that's just uh, with nine hundred people over multiple days. That means at some point, somebody paid more for the person's meal behind them than they did for their own meal, or would have, I yeah. guess, if the person in front of yeah. them had not bought it. So it's kind of like, somebody out there was being totally selfless and spending more money, probably more than one person, uh, which is pretty cool. It says here, overall, more than $10,000 in sales took place, uh, with the chain ending sometime Saturday evening. Um, yeah. I. It's pretty interesting. Um, I just imagine being one... Uh, like, somebody in the middle of it who's like, I don't really have all that much money and I kind of just want a free meal. Like, you you know what I mean? But you don't yeah. want to be the guy who, like, doesn't pay for the next person because everybody would be like, who's this asshole, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you, I wonder what, uh,
1: like, the last one were, were, like, super poor. I hope so.
0: The last one that didn't... Hey, right, and they—I mean, that's probably what happened. Is the, hopefully the last person wasn't just an asshole and was like, "Oh, right. cool, thanks," and just drove off. <laughs> but they right. were probably—they might have been like, because I'm assuming after two days of this, this probably became kind of like well-known in the area to the point where people were just going there specifically to be in right. like part of the part of the gimmick. You know what I mean? Just to be there right. to be able to say in the future, "Hey, I was there when that happened." Right. I've sure. had, have you ever had this happen, where somebody in front of you paid for your meal? Uh, no. But I, I, I have f- paid for somebody else's meal. I don't think I've ever done that. But one time, when I was in college, we were at Taco Bell. It was like a night of drinking, and at like 2 in the morning, we went to Taco Bell. And this guy in this giant truck behind us, who was like, looked like a total douchebag, uh, you know, there's like a curb... Uh, on the side of the drive-through, he orders his food behind us, and then he drives up on the curb around us in his big truck, and then pulls in front of us, and we're like, "Oh my god, what, this guy's an asshole!" But then he ended up buying all of our food for us, so we're like, "Oh, okay, well maybe he's not so bad, but he's still kind of an asshole." <laughs> that's that's nice and asshole at the same time. Right. Yeah,
1: nice asshole. Uh, that's uh, more or less me.
0: Hey, are you ready for twenty twenty one, Luke? I am. I just, I I feel like a lot of people are putting uh, putting over twenty twenty one like it's gonna be like going from one room in the house to another room in the house, and I don't feel like that's. <laughs> I I think we're living in a studio apartment, so. <laughs> right. I I think I I I hope twenty twenty one will be
1: better than twenty twenty. I mean. Can it get worse?
0: It would be really the... tough for that to happen, but a, a world war would yeah. probably do it. Just saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh but uh Trump is going to tell
1: the truth. Are we ready for twenty
2: twenty one? But this is Trump with Trump tells the truth. But I hold this segment. It's a little bit strange for me. Because I started this segment back in twenty sixteen. Before Doll Fuck for Brains or who President Golden Showers, I'm referring to, was elected. I said to all the voters that you should go and vote for Hillary. Well, my little segment from a podcast, part American, part Norwegian, didn't help that much. Pro, uh, Mr. Shower was president for four years. Now that has ended, I'm still going to talk about politics, but my, my mission is not over. When I saw the election results, I also saw the amount of votes who was put down. Yes, Biden got more votes than any president in American history. Number two, Donald fucking Golden Shower. Yes, but think a little bit this: If you all you poor people who voted for Biden now go out and vote again, well, I don't see you should vote for Democrats, but what for Green parties, other progressive groups, and so on. In different positions locally, on state level, in your city, in your community, if all of you go out and vote for judges, sheriffs, and so on, then you will get a change. I don't think change is going to be the overwhelming thing in 2021. I don't know what's ha- going to happen in 2021, but some people say it can't get worse. I'm always a little bit mad people are dying of starvation we don't talk about that over 200 million people are striking in india farmers yes the biggest strike in history but we don't talk about that either hungary now gonna ban gay people from adopting children and they're again soon maybe ban them for everything i guess but that is not high on the political agenda either Climate change is is a huge problem, they're getting worse and worse. Well, a little bit more now that Biden says he's going to go back to the Paris Agreement, but nearly not enough. If you think the shit show is over in 2021, well, it's not, because Biden's not gonna solve everything. And I talked to some of this before, if there was another candidate who won, he was not going to change everything either. It's up to you. Vote, work, and do anything else. Anything else than just sitting on your ass, passive, before a fucking television, giving more orders than anything. Capitalism, as you see it now, is dead. And you can dream about the time where a man could him. the s- myth that people can f- can start on the floor and go up to the top. Yeah, that happens sometimes. Well, what other things also happen sometimes? I win the lottery, yeah. The, what also happens sometimes that some good person who is good to play football became the champion. But most overall, we cannot create a society only for those people. We have to create a society for every person, young old, and people who come from shitty communities. Just say. When ideology has been the new religion, I also talk about that this year. Because we are so high on liberal ideas, conservative ideas, that we don't see the people. We just read all books from all people. People have been dead for centuries. I think like they had the roadmap to every fucking problem there is today. But the world is not like that. 2021, we're gonna have people who get vaccinated yeah maybe that will help and then make, make the largest company in the world Pfizer even fucking more richer than anyone and they're gonna still not pay the fair share of taxes and we're gonna have people who reject vaccines because they think George Soros is trying to put it in their brains together with CIA or some secret operative from the state who's gonna con- mind control you no that's Steve Jobs uh, uh, Apple's job you know Oh Steve jobs, he's been dead for many years. Yes he has. Yes he has. But you can put all kinds of strange ideas into people's mind if you just worked on it. Been dead for ten years, twenty years. They still think communists are running around in the West, even though they have no parliament members in Norway since the sixties. You can see everything these days. And as long as you have a web page, it's okay. 2021 going to be a marked install because now we have some power to change. But are we willing to use it? That is the big question. That was Tron with Tron us the Truth. Have a nice day.
1: Thank you for that, uh, Tron. I feel ready for 2019. Well, I don't know. 19, yeah.
0: Well, I was like, last- you're ready for last year?
1: <laughs> last year. Last year, I'm ready for. Uh, last Christmas you gave me my heart. Uh, hey, uh, TV. Uh, we'll have some
0: TV news, Luke. Disney unveils Star, its Hulu replacement Star. for international Disney Plus subscribers, which we were talking about last week, right? Yeah. Uh, the Star, Disney's international answer to Hulu, will roll out in certain European countries, Canada, and New Zealand beginning February 23rd stars a free tier within Disney Plus for Europe, Canada, and New Zealand. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I think I have to pay extra for it. It says it will be accessible as a sixth brand tile in the app. I don't know what that even means. (laughs) Essentially, this will carry a number of shows from Disney and other non-main franchise brands, meaning FX and movies from 20th Century Fox. Okay,
1: it, it will be interesting to see how it works in Norway. I mean, I have the, I have the Disney Plus app and everything's like that. So,
0: right. It, uh, it, I mean, dad, the only difference it looks like is there are certain, um, uh, companies that they can't carry the stuff like Hulu does in America because of like international branding. So it says here. Sure. Star will only carry TV shows and films from ABC FX freeform, searchlight and 20th century studios. Uh, it won't carry titles from other studios, which uh, Hulu right now does right. of course so. yeah yeah. But like I said
1: no it will be very interesting to see what this means. I, I don't mind it. I I watched this whole thing. I have never been so bored in my entire life.
0: I just think this proves a little bit even more my point that Disney should be looked at for antitrust, <laughs> uh, because they're even expanding more into like the digi- the digital um. TV sphere or whatever streaming sphere, I just feel like one of these companies is going to end up being a monopoly, and if people can't see that happening, I don't I don't know what to tell you. <laughs>
1: Well, I can see that happening. I can see that very clearly happening.
0: Right. Hey,
1: look! I have seen some on TV. Uh, TV I have seen. Uh, Let's start with something on uh, Netflix, uh, because that's uh, where I've seen a lot of my shows, at least everyone but one. Um, Let's start with Tiny Pretty Things.
0: Okay, Uh, I saw this. Yeah. Or I saw two uh, episodes of this, I should say.
1: Yes, uh, because I'm definitely two episodes and I'm out of this. Uh, This is a show that's trying to be something it isn't. Uh, But it is about this uh, student uh, called, uh, what is her name again, Navia or something? Sure. That... uh, that star starts at this very like pre- prestigious uh, school in Chicago, and uh, before she comes there, somebody is killed, and there's a murder mystery, and uh,
0: this is boring. Uh, I I got super hardcore River Riverdale vibes off of this. I don't know about you. Yeah. It's got that kind of stylistic, uh, the way it's shot is stylistically kind of like Riverdale. I mean, the acting isn't as over the top, but the characters are super over the top. It's like the gay guy is overly gay, and the uh, mean girl is overly mean, and the uh, nerdy guy is overly nerdy, that kind of thing. Uh, But the acting is not as... The acting's not as yeah. over the top as Riverdale but it's shot very similarly and th- everything's very over the top like Riverdale is. And it's based and in high school, film. right? So
1: Yes, and sex and a lot of sex and more sex and a little more sex and, but uh, yeah, no it's very, very, very trying to be something it isn't. Uh, Why do you say that? Trying... Because it's very much trying to be this
0: thriller, like like, oh, okay. murder mystery! Thriller. No, that's why I got Riverdale. Is it's trying to be a murder mystery, but for you know, co- young college, late high school teens. You know what I mean. So it's like, it's, it, it's that's what yeah. it's trying to be. So I don't think it's not. I don't think it's trying to be something it's not. If that, but I, I, I guess that's my point.
1: But it's so super, extremely boring and bland. I also saw two episodes, and I'm definitely not going to watch this anymore. But I,
0: I will give it a 3.5. I give it a 4. I think, I, I mean, I slightly liked it better than you. I think the murder mystery part of it, like, let's say there was no murder mystery in this, which they could have done for the show, and it probably wouldn't sure. have really ruined the storyline, because the storyline's more about her moving to this new school and and mm-hmm. trying to catch up when she's, behind everybody else. that What if that show was a thing and there was no murder mystery? This would have been a lot lower score for me, but I gave it a 4.5. Mm-hmm. Okay. What have you seen? Uh, Let's start with Manhunt Deadly Games. Uh, I think this is the yeah. second Manhunt show, but this is the first season of Manhunt Deadly Games because it's like, Kind of not... It's a miniseries, but not... Never, ever heard of this. Where is this? It It's on Netflix. It's about... Oh. Uh, the guy who bombed... Or, or, it's about both the guy who bombed uh, the 96 Olympic Games. Do you remember that when it happened? Ah, yes. But it's also about the guy, Richard Jewell, who they made... I think... Uh... Somebody made a movie about him, and it was, like, super controversial. Uh... Okay. This, I think it was this year. I want to say it was. Um, yeah, I don't remember who it was, but somebody made a movie about him recently, and now they made a TV show about him. But this is more about like the whole situation uh, about the guy who bombed it and all the other bombings he did, and then this one guy, Richard Jewell, who ends up getting falsely accused of the bombings by the FBI, uh, and then it also goes into the FBI's search and all this other th- stuff. Um. Uh, I mean, it was super addicting in the sense that, like, I watched the whole thing and I I want, like, I watched part of it one day and the next day I woke up and was like, oh, I want to finish that. So it's got that binge factor, you know what I mean? But it is very standard Netflix crime drama documentary. uh, Well, not documentary. uh, uh, Fiction documentary, right? Uh, Where they kind of. Yes, it's kind of true, but they embellish a lot of stuff, and they fill in gaps where obviously they wouldn't have what the conversation between the two people actually was, or whatever. Um, this is a little over the top, and there's a lot of, I would say, kind of propaganda-y stuff when it comes to the FBI stuff. Uh, certain parts are really, really well shot, and other parts are look garbage. So it seems like maybe there were multiple directors on different episodes, because the episodes mm. some are amazing episodes and some are not so great episodes. Overall, I'm going to give it a 5.5 5. cuz I really enjoyed it, but it's super right in the middle as far as production quality.
1: Cool. I saw a mini series from Netflix called The Yorkshire Ripper. This is uh, four episodes. It's a mini show. It's about uh, the British uh, uh killer from the santis uh the yorkshire Ripper. i n- know absolutely nothing about this so it was kind of uh well it was very interesting it's not a super duper uh, good shot documentary but it's it's uh, it's pl- plausible uh, uh it's uh, it's n- not Trying to be something it isn't. It's very like factual, and very like like uh, uh, explicit. Uh, I was eating food, uh, watching one of the episodes, and then like all of a sudden they discussed how one of the bodies was m- m- mutilated, and I was like, maybe I shouldn't eat d- d- <laughs> right now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, um, yeah. I found it interesting, I, I but uh, it's, it's a very standard Netflix documentary, uh, but I think the, the thing of it is so interesting, so I will give it six and a half.
0: Something, oh, well, first, uh, that movie, Richard Jewell, it was done by Clint Eastwood. I think that's probably why it was so controversial, you know how right. he's got his right-wing crazy beliefs, so... Uh, I like that movie, by the way, but that's me. You what? I like that movie, Richard Jewell. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is a TV show based on the same story, so... uh, right. I saw another thing on Netflix, Alice in Borderland, because Fro recommended this to me. Did you recommend this mm-hmm. to me on Saturday, or was this last week? No, Saturday. Okay. Uh, Yeah, it's, it's very good. It's very interesting about... Let's see, how do I describe this without, uh, three friends that are kind of, uh, you know, I wouldn't say losers, but they're kind of, they just, uh, outcasts in society, three friends who are uh-huh. just outcasts from everybody else and they are doing their own thing. Uh, what they get, they get almost get in trouble and they're hiding from the cops and they're about to get like arrested. And then all of a sudden everybody in the world disappears. Mm hmm and i don't think i should say much more than that <laughs> it feels a little like ready player one if ready player one
1: was based on a japanese manga
0: <laughs> i don't see any comparison to ready player one but sure i mean it's well, a, they play a game they play a game in it yes. but it's not yes, a vr yes. game really but they do play an um, ar there is a part where they play an ar game right right yeah yes but, yeah, no, I really,
1: really like this. I don't know. Uh, I have never, ever heard about this. So when I went into this, I was like, I have had no expectations. Uh, I will tell you this. Uh, the the English in this is awful. It's dubbed awfully. It's maybe one of the worst dubs I have ever ever heard, so I listened to it in Japanese. I don't usually do that. I, I actually am a lazy fucker that does it in English. But uh, this was very even better in Japanese if I have anything to say say about it. Did you use it in English or Japanese?
0: Uh, I saw it in English. Uh, yeah, okay. some of the, some of the uh, lines were a little stilted, the way they were very stilted, yeah. But I mean, it's not... I wasn't really interested in that. The storyline is the thing that keeps you watching episode by episode. Like, what's going to happen next? What's what's the next thing? And then, of course, ultimately, why is this happening and who's doing it? So, yeah. Right.
1: But uh, I am going to give this a very high score. I'm going to give this a
0: 9. I give it an 8.5. So we're pretty close. Um, Very good acting, as far as I can tell, even though I watched it with a dub. Uh, The cinematography I really liked, and some of the special effects are very good, Uh, and and the storyline is just really interesting, and it keeps you uh, on edge and keeps you wanting to see more, so... And uh, don't be afraid of blood. It's pretty bloody. (laughs) Well, yeah, if you you are afraid of blood, probably not a great show, Yeah. yeah. It is kind of a horror show, but it's also a thriller, sci-fi, all combined. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, what is the last show
1: I saw? Well, it is The Wilds, Luke. Right. I saw this. Yes. Uh. It's Mean Girls. Uh, Crossed Lost.
0: <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, except each episode is told by a different mean girl, right? I think there's what? Yes. T- ten people get stranded on an island, ten teenage girls. Is it ten? I want right. to say ten. I, well, it was two. I... They went two by two. So it was an two even... Two by two, so... It was an even number something, but I think it was around right. ten or twelve. And yes, each episode... I think... Uh is told by a different one of them to, like, these mm-hmm. investigators. So over the course of the season, you're trying to find... The investigators are trying to find out from these girls what happened on this island. And they're all being very um, quizzical Secret- about right. it. Secretive, yes. Yes. yes.
1: Uh, for, for, for reasons that we will get to know. But yeah, no. Uh, it's... it's uh, Interesting? It is one of the weirdest like it's a very feminist driven show and it's very try- trying to be something against it. to a certain point. I, I I was thinking of like this this would be the island if the island was good.
0: <laughs> uh, kind of. Yeah, you could compare yeah. it to the island a little bit. I don't know. The acting yeah. is not great in the show, I didn't think. No. Uh, but they are a lot of young people, so, you know, th- you got to give them the benefit of the doubt. They're still young. They're not the great actors, actors. But the storyline is very interesting. Certain parts of it uh, are, and other parts... I'm Like, yeah. the end of episode one definitely made me watch episode two, but I don't think I'm going to watch more than two episodes. Uh, but, really? No, I just think because... the whole thing... Okay. The problem I have with it is really... The acting, and then a lot of, like you said, the forced, like, feminist angle, like, yeah. that doesn't seem necessary to the storyline whatsoever. It's just there because they want to brand the show as, like, feminist show or something, I guess? I don't know. But it doesn't really fit right. in the the overall show itself. You know what I mean? Mm. Other I'm than that, they're all good. women, right?
1: Yeah, well, they I don't want to just dis- dis- destroy the show for 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 other people but there's a reason why they're all women and like that comes through through the show like why they're only women on this right this
0: there's clearly situation. some magical mystical thing happening they all have like well, they all have like some special ability they all happen to be yes. like the best at something in their field one of them's super duper smart like the smartest girl ever just by reading books right. And the other girl is this super athlete, just happens to be, you know what I mean? Uh, And everybody just happens to have their special skill that they're really good at. Um, So, yeah, in that sense, I feel like it's got characteristics to Lost. But one thing that really stood, like, there's certain dialogue scenes that seem forced, which is what I was saying, specifically Mm -hmm. like the one on the plane where the... Oh, yeah. tomboy girl turns to the like the girly girl and she's talking about oh why do you wear those shirts that are those cute ironic shirts and the other girl's explaining i'm more of a girly girl than a feminist is that that whole conversation just felt forced and like why are why is this in the show about like people getting lost on an island right 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 I liked this uh, very
1: much more than you did, uh, I'm guessing, because I watched the whole thing. Uh, but uh, what would you give this?
0: I give it a four. <laughs> you give it a four, cool. The acting is the horrible se- in this. <laughs> okay, I give it a seven. Okay, sure. I really liked it. Oh yeah. Sorry. I think if people are just listening to the show our show for the first time, I generally tend to uh rate things off of the quality of it and Fro generally rates things off of how he feels about it, right? Generally. Well, it's more, you, you go more off of how you feel about something than I do. Like, if you really enjoyed yes. something, even if it's a shitty quality show, you'll say, oh, I gave it a 10 because I really enjoyed it, where I'll go, I enjoyed it, but that show was a zero <laughs> kind of thing.
1: Sure, but I think the quality is not as, as bad as you think it is. I do think the acting in this is pretty terrible. Right. Or it would have gotten a higher score than a 7. But it's not as bad as,
0: as it is. But I think the problem the one of the real problems is this is a show about people on an island. So when you're sure. the whole show is based on an island and all it is is dialogue of people talking on an island and the acting's bad, that's gonna take a whole lot away from the show. But that's just my opinion. I think,
1: but I think this uh, also turns in episode two or three. I don't re- really remember because I, I thought of this like, oh, this is going to be one of those shows, and then I, I, was like, whoa, it's definitely not one of those shows. So maybe you will, you will decide to see more when you have seen episode two.
0: I have seen episode two. I didn't. I, oh, you've seen episode two. Yeah, I I I'm just not interested in seeing more of it. It's the acting that really throws me <laughs> off. I am interested in the stor- story storyline as far as the mystery of it, but I don't want to have to sit through what another eight hour long episodes. To, like maybe I'd go and watch the last episode, but I'm not sitting through all this bad acting. It's I'm just not doing it. Well, the last episode is
1: definitely uh, yes. Uh, okay, uh, let's go to. Moonbase Eight, episode
0: six, final episode of Moonbase Eight. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, episode six called "Beef." When an angry group of ranchers threatens the team for inv- invading their land, they must decide between abandoning their mission or stay on their stand their ground. Skip hatches a risky plan and re- requires all their training to pull it off. Uh, Of course, this is the season finale of this show. We tried to look it up. It does not seem like probably... Or it has not been confirmed for a second season at all. And I would think it probably would have already been if it was going to.
1: No, but uh, this... I think this is the best episode so far. I think they ended it with a bang. I really like this episode.
0: They literally ended it with a bang. I mean, there were rockets and explosions and things. Um. Oh, my God. You didn't see... Okay. Yes. There, yeah, yes, there was yes. kind of a whole scene in this. Like like the description said, there's ranchers that are running the cattle through this area, and they say, if you don't get out of the way or if you hurt one of our cows with your NASA equipment, we're going to come back and shoot you because that they means. keep shooting... They yes. show up with guns and everything. Uh, and they have to come up with kind of a harebrained, almost... Home Alone-esque way of uh, getting these cows to not run into the base, right? And the whole Home wow. Alone montage where they're setting up all the traps for the cows, very funny. And that uh, thing the was kind of bittersweet, like, you're
1: not going to the moon, but you're getting this red dresses instead of the blue dresses. you had. See? Funny.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, the I ending, don't... the real ending was, they're, they're all like... Happy and dancing around because they got uh, new... Dresses. new. You keep calling them dresses. I don't know. They're not... They're wearing jumpsuits. Oh. <laughs> why would they be wearing dresses? I don't know. Uh, they get new jumpsuits because they get uh, a promotion. That's why they got the red jumpsuits, right. bro. It, it wasn't just because they got red... And then they're all happy they got promotions. And so we zoom out at the very end of this season and see that there's been a guy... Uh, watching them the whole time from some little room with all these TVs that have been filming them this whole time, right? That's it. Hey, look, uh, before
1: we tell the audience uh, what we're going to do the next week,
0: have you gotten a mail this week? I can check. Uh, Do we want to do that in the emails? We, we, We definitely want to do it now. Okay, sure. All right. Uh, yes. We want to do it now. We do. I got to go to the mm-hmm. email, so say st- mm-hmm. stuff with your mouth while I do that. I yeah. will say, so
1: I have bought uh, Luca a little Christmas gift, uh, and it has to do with something we will talk about very soon. Uh, so now Lucas is uh, looking in the email folder to see if he has gotten a Email from maybe Audible? Okay, yeah, I
0: see this here. Okay. <coughs> Let's see what it is. I wonder. Fro sent me I, the I Stand treat- by Steve. Oh, I see why this is the thing. The Stand by Stephen King, the audiobook from Audible. <laughs> if you want to get oh. a free audiobook, go to audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen and you can get a free mm-hmm. audiobook but fro just gave me a free audiobook for christmas i guess uh, it mm-hmm. says here to yeah. redeem it go there it says here's a here's the book uh, hope the tv show will be amazing happy christmas buddy from fro meaning next week we will be doing stephen king's the stand which i believe is an amazon <laughs> yes. show right
1: yes i think so no it's not it's uh cbs it's, uh... CBS,
0: yeah. All Access or whatever their 11, streaming service yes. is. I don't think it's going to be on regular TV. I think it's only right. going to, yeah. It says nine-episode series coming to CBS All Access, um, which, yeah, I have so I, a version of CBS All Access, so. Cool. Uh, uh, I have a question for you.
1: Have you
0: read the book? Uh, pff, Years ago, I want to say. Years or. ago. Maybe I read The Stand? I don't even remember which one it is, to be honest, so maybe not. Okay. Okay. This is one of my favorite
1: Stephen King books, so uh, I'm going to be the one that has read the book uh, uh, the last because I finished the book again yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Okay. The same book I gave, gave you. Uh... Because I wanted to be ready for the, the TV show. I want you to read it afterwards, after you've seen the TV show. So I will be the one that has read it, and you will be the one that hasn't. That will also be an interesting part of it.
0: Okay. I don't think I read this, but I do think I saw the miniseries from the 90s. Well, the series has everybody seen. It's right. very okay. good. Yeah, okay. Yes.
1: But it has more or less nothing to do with uh, the book. The book, okay.
0: Yeah, this should be interesting. Uh, I do remember this series, though. Yeah, okay. Uh, I knew it sounded... I don't remember reading the book, but it doesn't mean I didn't, to be honest. So, yeah. And there you have 27 hours or or something. So,
1: it's a very good
0: read as well. Right, I'll so listen Marcus to it while I'm out working in the garden or something. Totally. Yes.
1: Uh, so, we will do the stand. So, uh, that is from next week. Uh, I nine,
0: super nine episodes, I guess, We just found out. Yeah, I'm, I'm super-duper looking forward to it.
1: It's uh, very well cast, and uh, I've seen the... Some traders for it, and it looks very Stephen Kingy. Uh, he has been very involved with this oh, okay, cool. version of it as well. So we will see. Main topic time: Ghost Tape uh, Ten.
0: Uh, look, what is Ghost Tape Ten? Uh, uh, ghost Tape Ten, also known as Oper- Operations Wandering Souls was a propaganda campaign and large-scale psychological warfare attempt uh, exercised by the U.S. during the Vietnam War. Uh, U.S. forces hoped that the operation would weaken the morale of the Viet Cong and prey on the fears of many of the Vietnamese. Uh, In Vietnamese culture, there exists the idea of the wandering soul already. Ooh. Uh, Interesting. The first time we heard about this, or the first time I really heard about this, was when we were doing a topic pretty recently, right? Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't even remember what it was, but uh, we saw this whole thing about Ghost Tape 10 in a documentary about something else that we were covering, and we were like, okay, let's add that to it, because that's an interesting topic that we don't... Neither of us really knew a whole lot about until this week, or at least I didn't. What about you? I knew zero about this. I knew that we
1: we saw some something. I really don't remember what we saw either. So, uh, but uh, we saw something, and we was like, "Wow, that sounds interesting."
0: Yeah, and uh, so we decided to go into this. Uh, it's a tape uh, that they created. So, it, it, I think the most important thing to point out is like in Vietnamese culture, like they said, uh, the idea of a wandering soul is like a I don't know if it still is, but in, during the Vietnam War, it was definitely a, um, what's it, a, a superstition. Is that the best way to put it? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, and it's a belief, uh, the Vietnamese believe that the dead must be buried in their homeland or their soul, soul will wander aimlessly in pain and suffering, uh, this says, uh, this is one of the most interesting superstitions in Vietnam superstition. There we go. Uh, Vietnamese, Mm -hmm. the Vietnamese feel that if a person is improperly buried and their soul wanders constantly, they can sometimes be contacted on the anniversary of their death where, uh, near where they died. The Vietnamese honor the dead and souls on the holiday when they return to the site where they passed. Uh, this is not unique to Vietnam. Uh, South African soldiers uh, in Southwest Africa also have a similar belief, I guess, okay? So this Mm. isn't, like, necessarily totally just, uh, I mean, you can imagine all different places having superstitions similar to this, that you could use a tape like this against them in a wartime scenario, any other, any kind of country. Like, even in America, if you were to use a tape of Jesus saying, hey you got to put down your weapons, you know what I mean? Like, that could uh, that could work against Americans, if that makes sense. I don't know about... How, what What would it be in Norway? It'd be like, uh, you're actually better than Sweden, and so you just give up? Like, what would it be there? Right. We are better than Sweden, so we would never give up. <laughs> but, yeah.
1: <laughs> you have polar bears in the street.
0: <laughs> but the whole idea was that there's this superstition... ...that the Vietnamese had, and the U.S. exploited that by creating this Ghost Tape 10, also called Operations Wandering Souls, says the U.S. engineers spent weeks recording eerie sounds and altering voices which pretended to be a killed Viet Cong uh, soldier for use in the operation with the intended purpose of instilling a sense of turmoil within the enemy, the desired results being that the enemy soldier would flee his position... Right. Uh,
1: for people that are wondering, oh, do we have any examples of
0: this? Yes, we do. Well, there's only uh, one of them out there. Ghost Tape Ten is like an act, right. you know, the actual tape. So we want to like go to the audio recording right now. Yeah, I think that's best. Okay. I mean, so the audience
1: know what we're talking about. Right. Totally. Uh, okay. So let me get this up. All right. This is uh, from Johnny14 on YouTube, uh, and I will guess Luke is going to post it on both our Facebook and our Twitter,
0: if somebody wants the link. Right, so go to uh, 35 seconds, if you could, from. Uh, it says here, Ghost Tape 10 was an audio mix by the U.S. military, used for psychological operations in the Vietnam War against the North Vietnamese. It played a de- played deeply into Vietnamese beliefs of ancestor worship, spirits, and the afterlife. The Wandering Souls was played over loudspeakers that the U.S. installed in helicopters on boats and by infiltrating infantry loudspeaker teams uh, on known enemy areas in the deep of the night within the jungle. All right, so 35 right. seconds in 3, 2, 1, play. It says Buddhist funeral music, so they're using like funeral music behind behind it. It's very eerie. Yeah, they definitely did like they put a reverb on the voice to make it sound ghostly. Can you imagine if you were in, like, the jungle for weeks on end and then all of a sudden this started playing <laughs> over, like, order. out of nowhere? <laughs> yeah, I would have be been scared. <laughs> I would probably think, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I think... Well, I don't know. I think especially because back then, the idea of, like, doing this would have been less... De- less common for people to even think of they would be just like yeah. what the hell is that they wouldn't be like oh is that a recording because I, it's le- it would be less uh, prevalent back then
2: uh,
0: it's about like
1: like yeah, for example when the tribes of like in the jungle and things like that see
0: airplanes like they call them silver gods it says daddy daddy come home with me come home daddy daddy come home It's a little kid. It's it's so creepy. Who is that? Who's calling me? Is it my daughter? My wife?
1: I'm just waiting for some, like, extra... uh, weird uh, thing to come out of my cell phone. (laughs)
0: <laughs> right, like the, this. Uh, partway through, this is like, gonna be one of those yeah. crappy Facebook jump scare videos where it just runs yeah. at you. Yes. Yeah. My friends, I I've come back to let you know that I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm in hell. Just hell. It was a senseless death. It's senseless. How senseless? How senseless? So they is like they're pretending it will. Imagine if you thought that this was like a ghost telling you, "Hey, your death is going to be completely senseless and you're going to go to hell if you continue fighting out here." Right. And the there's already a superstition in the country that believes that that's, that you can talk to the dead.
1: There's still a chance you can not reunite with your loved ones, will you do it? Go home! Go home, friends. Go home, friends, before it's too late. Go home, friends. Oh. Oh, it's so creepy.
2: Like,
1: I know where one this, and I think it's creepy. Right, totally. <laughs>
0: it's one of the most creepy things I I have ever heard in my life we can probably stop it there that's good enough Uh. (laughs) yeah it's uh, yeah you can just imagine like I said being in the jungle in the dark like uh, and you're already you're like uh, fight flight response is already super heightened because you're in a combat situation right and so Mm -hmm. you're already super stressed out uh, your mind is not totally straight, you know what I mean? Because you're like on edge, and then you hear this, and it definitely, totally psychological warfare. I, I mean, this is not, it's not similar, but it's in the same vein as like in World War Two, where they would drop leaflets on countries saying, you know, hey, uh, your country's doing this, your country's evil, whatever turn, like. Uh, you should fight fight he, yeah, for the other even, government. Almost a little more evil. <laughs> well, it's definitely more psychological than.
2: Yeah. But yeah,
0: yeah. where that is like propaganda, this is definitely just like psychological warfare type torture. Uh, and that's more propaganda. Yeah.
1: So, according to an article from uh, howstuffworks.com, uh, they say that uh, with the help of South Vietnamese participants, the U.S. Army created this hair raising messages, according which sh- sh- shrieks, screams, moans, and alligated deceased vehicles, soldiers pleading with their comrades. Uh, it says here, the some, ruse... Uh,
0: go, and... go ahead. Yeah? It says the ruse uh, okay. that, of Ghost Tape 10 had its genesis in ghost, uh, the Ghost Army recordings made in World War II. So this uh, they made this Ghost Army recording in World War II, uh, which was meant to trick the Germans into thinking the Allies had way more Sherman tanks coming uh, their way than they actually did. Uh, but the Vietnamese right. version capitalized strongly on the Buddhist-held beliefs in the region, specifically on the spirits of the dead. So that's interesting. Like uh, They used giant speakers and recordings of tanks... Uh, during World War II to try to trick the Germans into thinking they were outnumbered. Uh, the uh, rules were suspended when
1: South Vietnamese Alley intentionally spread rumors of a tiger was attacking in the North Vietnamese army in the Viet kong's troops. So uh, the recordings of uh, tigers, allegedly 150 men fled
0: to the mountain which it was played. Right, so this is a whole other tape that was in uh, Operation Wandering Souls uh, that wasn't Ghost Tape Ten, obviously, but uh, just right. a, they spread the rumor that some people were being killed by a tiger, and then they played a tiger recording. That would definitely make me get out of there. You know what I mean? <laughs> run! Right, run for your life. Uh, and I- I, the whole thing is just interesting. That it makes me think, like, what. If they were doing this back then, like, what kind of uh, tactics as far as this kind of thing do they do now in other countries like, I don't know, Afghanistan and places like that?
1: Well, we, we don't have to turn very far. Abu Ghraib. Abu Ghraib, where they played, like, terrible music over the speakers
0: to get the prisoners to talk. Right, that's like psychological like, torture and, for sure. Just kind of like this, but yeah. this is a, even more like kind of nefarious a little bit, don't you think? Like, uh it's more nefarious, but it's yeah. same kind
1: of, yeah, same kind of thinking.
0: Maybe this is just like, more creepy because they they like, they yes. played Barney there. This is like really creepy. So, if I walked in the Vietnamese
1: a jungle, then I heard. I love you, you love me. I would be pretty creeped out,
0: to be honest. Yeah, maybe if it was in the jungle, uh, <laughs> especially if you put some reverb on it and slowed it down, and then put some creepy music right. behind it. Yeah, you could definitely make. I love you. And it's all. <laughs> yeah,
2: that,
0: you could definitely make that song creepy if you wanted to. <laughs>
1: so look uh, this doesn't really rate high on the crazy scale uh, at all but holy fuck this is low on the crazy scale but it is crazy that it has happened and it worked as well as it did but it's definitely very low on the crazy scale for me so I'm going to give it a 1 because it's definitely happened because we have proof for it
0: Uh, Yeah, but I think it is still pretty crazy that they would do this to people and that uh, just that they would even think it up. And then it makes me go, uh, what are they doing now in the same vein that we don't know about? And that's interesting in my brain. So I'm going to give it a 2.5
1: hey we have an email you can send our email to another digital citizen at gmail.com another digital citizen at gmail.com at least I know the email is working now because I sent you something so that's something uh, you can follow us on Twitter at podcastMC that's at podcast. At podcast ADZ. You can also find us on Facebook. Facebook, Facebook. Uh, it's another digital citizen on Facebook. Another digital citizen on Facebook. Do it now before they become a small company and are not, are, are not allowed to govern by themselves. Because that's what's happening. Sure. Okay. Right.
0: Movie. Movie Thanks. news. Uh, movie things. It's official. AMC's theater says it'll go broke in January. Ah, uh, oh, what the shock. <laughs> over the past year, following the efforts of AMC theaters and others to try to keep movie theaters going during the course of the coronavirus pi- pandemic, by and large, it's not going well. Regal Cinemas has closed Ooh. all of its locations back in October, and now, according to Variety, AMC theaters is looking to do the same. Uh, There's a lot of numbers and money involved, but the short explanation is they're fucked, Fro. Yeah, it's almost like uh, we predicted this or something. Uh, Now the day has come, the company has stated, in the absence of additional liquidity, the company anticipates that existing cash resources will be depleted during January 2021. There are several reasons listed as the reasons for the dire situation: delays in releases and movie streaming. Uh, the move to movie streaming services by people, but honestly, there's only one reason: uh, the current COVID nineteen pandemic.
1: Cool. Uh, another news uh, is that uh, Disney ramps up. With Star, Mar- Star Wars and uh, Marvel things, holy fuck, they are getting a lot of new
0: things. Uh, yeah, but it's all just, like, uh, Star Wars and superhero stuff, so I'm not as interested in other people, but lots of people really like Star Wars and superhero stuff, right? And what am you in the channel Jones. I mean, come on. Do you remember the last Indiana Jones movie? <laughs> yeah! The crystal the skull was so good! And Damn. do you remember the last Peter Pan movie? Yeah! With the, it was so good! The Nirvana yeah. remix and everything where the, the Lost Boys uh, are singing the Nirvana but, th- song? But,
1: but, but what is most in, um, amazing for me is that we're getting a new movie, combining animation and live action.
0: I mean, I think this is all—all all they're really, really focused on is mm-hmm. the Mandalorian, uh, which is clearly yeah. going to have a lot of people are going to want to come and see the second season of that. Um, I think a lot I'm of watching. people are going to be interested in seeing the new TV series, but I think mostly yeah. people are going to are, are going to get it specifically for uh, the movies, like the and the Mandalorian. I don't think that necessarily some some of the. Some of the animation stuff, maybe, but I don't. Well, maybe families would be interested in more of like the Disney animation, Pixar animation stuff that's going to come out there. Sure.
1: I mean, Wonder Woman is around the corner, isn't it? Uh, scheduled for December sometime. I think so. I think
0: it's. Uh, I,
1: thought- I think it's the twenty third, actually.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I thought everything had been bumped to at least January, So, but I could be wrong. Oh, no.
1: Wonder Woman is coming out on, on uh, H,
0: HBO, I
1: think. Okay. Things for the, yeah. I'm not sure. Anyway, have you seen any movies, Luke? I have.
0: I did. I saw Ava this week. Have you seen this? Nice. I have. Uh, it's about an assassin... Female assassin who, uh, works, she, what? She used to be, like, a special ops person, but then they fake her death so she can be a secret undercover, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. assassin for the government, uh, and, what? She's gotta fight Colin Farrell. Oh, it's got John Malkovich in it, uh, he's okay, but he seems like he's being in more and more kind of, like, B-grade movies lately. Uh, who else was in it that was a big name? Uh, oh, Gina Davis you know, was in it for like yeah, two sure. minutes. But it seemed like two they minutes. had Gina Davis in this to make the callback to kind of long kiss goodnight. Like one's yeah. a redheaded, badass female character and the other's a redhead, badass female character. You know what I mean? You know what is
1: most sad about this movie? That is, this is the same director that made uh, uh, Lucy that you still haven't seen. And I have is very good this is definitely not as good as Lucy
0: what do you think I don't know, this, this was uh,
1: plausible, I mean I I saw it some months ago
0: 5-ish uh, five, 5-6-ish five, somewhere okay, uh, it came out in September, so it wasn't that long ago it could have only been, like, what, three or four months ago? So, yeah, something like three months ago, probably. That is months ago, though. Yeah. I, I'm just saying not, like, six months ago. Right. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, you probably saw it around September. It says end of September, mm. September 25th. So, you probably yep. saw it September, somewhere around there. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not a great film. Uh, It's, oh. it's a good... It's an action movie and some of the fight choreography is all right in that sense. Uh, but the film itself, there's a lot of very confusing connections that like really get lost in the storyline. Uh, they do flashbacks to, to people that you're she is supposed to care about at the end of the movie that we've never seen in the rest of the film. Uh, the acting, most of it's pretty bad. The storyline, like I said, is kind of convoluted uh, towards the end. Uh, and everything, all in all, is not that great. I think it's got 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm going to give it a 3. Okay. Uh, I, I think
1: it's a plausible rump, as I would call it.
0: Oh, this is but one I of the movies so. that had common in it. Remember when we were covering movies and every movie oh, yeah. had common? This is one of the common, common movies. In, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've seen a movie that uh,
1: there's been a lot of talk about. According to me, uh, *Songbird*. Uh, this is uh, about the coronavirus, uh, immune to the COVID-23 virus. A courier uh, races against time to save the woman he loves from quarantine camp. This is directed by. Adam Mason, it has uh, K.J. Apa in it, uh, if you know who who that is. But Damien Moore is uh, in this for two seconds. Uh, This is a shit movie. Uh, (laughs) This is a very bad movie. Uh, But uh, I probably uh, will say that you have to see it for that reason. Because it's very, like, it's a very, like, uh, what do you call it? It's very up in the times that we are living in. I mean, it is very trying to be a, a Michael Bay action movie. Okay. But it's very, like, uh, in, I will say that the first half of, no, the first one-third of this movie is more than possible. But then it takes a turn that uh, really doesn't go anywhere, and it gets boring and tried, and uh, everything, <laughs> everything I've seen, I have seen a thousand f- uh, times before. This has four point three on IMDb, twelve percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and twenty six on Metacritic. I'm going to give this a two.
0: Wow. Okay. Uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. The only other thing I saw, we saw together. So we want to do that last. Did you see anything else? Yeah. No. Okay, we saw Kajillionaire. uh, What, on Saturday? We did. Mm -hmm. Very indie movie. uh, With Evan Rachel Wood. Also very good. Yeah, what would you think?
1: Um, I I thought it was uh, going to be a little more funny. And...
0: Because of the trailer? Uh, right, and I thought it was going to have a little more heist, a little more, you know, heist film sensibility than it did from the trailer. Uh, I still think it had funny parts, but definitely not as funny as we thought it was going to be. Um, no. But there were definitely some no, laugh was... out loud moments for sure. Sure, and it wasn't bad. It was
1: actually very far from bad,
0: it was very well was... shot. Very well acted, yes. uh, I thought, the storyline, while um, being... Very predictable. Yeah, while being very predictable, it had a lot of metaphors and allegory that you could read into it, right? Sure. And it, it they definitely had a very good uh, bookend uh, from the beginning to the end with the necklace, not to ruin anything, Uh this is all about a family of con artists, right? And these two parents who have a daughter who they've spent, it seems like from the movie, they spent her whole life teaching her how to be a thief, right? Right. And that's all she really knows. She doesn't really know anything else besides that. Uh, They meet uh, this lady on one of their uh, cons, and she figures them out, and then Very early on in it, we realized, okay, this lady and Evan Rachel Wood's character are falling in love with each other, but her character, all she knows is stealing things. She doesn't know anything about love, because even her parents have never showed her love in her life, and so that's what the whole, you know, that's what the, uh, it's about her getting away from her abusive parents uh, to move Mm. on with her life uh, in somewhat of a regular way, I guess? Yeah. Hmm. And yeah, I. Uh, and the ending is
1: very sweet and bittersweet and things like that. I will not talk about it. But right. sure.
0: But I thought the ending was also very. pretty funny. Like they leave the Christmas yeah. presents. That part was funny. Yeah. That was very funny. Uh, but yeah. no, I. Uh, I. What did you score? Did you give it? I gave it an eight.
1: Yeah, and I get gave it actually
0: an eight and a half. I think I could be convinced easily that it's an 8.5. It's just so well yeah. shot uh, so well acted really it. and yeah. Uh, it yeah. obviously it did not do very well in the opening weekend uh, but it's COVID so
1: well uh, let's uh, talk about another movie uh, let's see the audio trailer for Wonder Darkly Oh, uh, peng-
0: penguins? <laughs> penguins, bro, yes. Those are penguins. dolphins. They end in in. Dolphins. <laughs> Jesus. This was real. This is real. Penguins. Where did that come from? This is... Okay, so is you this... Both
2: deserve to be happy. Are you happy? Yeah, sure. Oh, that's convincing.
0: I like
1: Sienna Why Miller.
2: together anymore?
0: We have a newborn baby. We just closed escrow. You wanna split up?
1: I don't remember his name.
0: I don't know. hes I've never seen him before. He's clearly foreign, but he looks like Edward Norton. <laughs> yeah. He's like a foreign Edward Norton. Everything That's what we'll call him. The time to be born. Okay, so the guy dies. Not
2: time to die.
0: She looks super different like in that. this movie, doesn't she? Yeah. Maybe it's the hair. Yeah, she's the... Yeah. Of time...
1: She looks a little more like Amy Adams. Yeah,
0: with blonder hair, but sure.
1: Happens
0: yeah. I, I like this. What if it's some It looks very manifestation of your fears? Me. The guy from the side looks so much like
2: Edward Norton. Here,
0: Look yeah. at him. It's crazy. Yeah. You're yeah. not dead yet.
1: He looks at the. He looks like a mix between Edward Norton and uh, and uh, I'm not famous anymore, guy.
0: I, I don't know. Wake up. From from uh, Transformers. Transformers.
2: Uh, this Shia LaBeouf.
0: Yes. This was the ah, Huh?
2: I told you.
0: Uh The hairstyle is um, Shia. Yeah, I I didn't see it because I didn't get it good glimpse of his face after you said Shiloh Booth, so I couldn't compare, but sure. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what is this nominated movie all about, Luke? A traumatic accident leaves a couple in a surreal state of being that takes them on a disorienting journey through the duality of their own shared moments. That, kind of, that mm-hmm. really doesn't tell us what it's about at all, does it? Uh, nope. 5.5 5 out of 10 on IMDb. 71% on Rotten Tomatoes. 69% on Metacritic. 72% of Google users liked it. Directed by Tara Miel, starring uh, Sienna Miller. Diego uh, Luna is the guy's name. Oh, Never heard of him. Yeah, I don't think I I've think... seen him in anything. Or in the name, really. The name and the face do not... Uh, They don't ring any bells, for sure. Hey, it was three
1: audience uh, reviews on Google. Do you want to hear them? Okay. Wow, amazing movie. Left me in tears, kept waiting the whole way through. Beautiful written and directed, anchored by two phenomenal performances by the leads. And, last, a very interesting movie. I'm going
0: to watch it again very soon. All five stars. Yeah, there was only one on the Facebook. Uh, it was an awesome movie. I could not tear myself away from it, so I went to the IMDb. Uh, somebody giving it 9 out of 10. Uh, great movie for couples, a very cliche plot, portraying a very interesting way, which makes it very digestible and enjoyable for any adult audience. Uh, sensitive people may want to take a tissue with you, though. Uh a five out of 10, uh, from M- Mamar. Uh, Wander Darkly is one very interesting film that has a very cool concept, uh, behind it that was explored in a very cool way. But I feel like this film was trying too hard to impress audiences and cause, and the cause of that, I wasn't ex- so touched emotionally or invested in the story and its characters. The actors did a, a good job, uh, on in the other hand some of the weaker parts in showing their abilities but was it was survivable survivable in the end wander darkly is sure is for sure one film that has a cool idea but it ended up trying too hard in the end i did see another movie this week look i did forget it
1: uh, all uh, through now because when I was searching for, for reviews of the movie we were doing, uh, there's, there was like, uh, also related to this movie, The Prom. And I was I, I, I like, oh, for fuck's sake, I saw The Prom this week. I saw The Prom on, on Netflix this week. Look, you will never, ever watch this. Please don't. It's the most musical, musical thing you can ever see in your entire world life. Uh, and it's also made by Ryan Murphy, the the guy that made American Horror Story, uh, uh, but it has Nicole Kidman in it, and you know my rule, I have to see anything to do with Nicole Kidman, she, she was not great in it, uh, but uh, sadly also uh, James Corden was in it, uh, very sadly, uh, uh, <laughs> well, and uh, it's it's very splashy it is v- extremely pro-gay and LBGQT rights, plus rights that is amazing uh, I, I think it is the, without saying it as a bad thing, it is maybe the, the most gay thing I have watched in my entire life but i am going to give it a 6.
0: Okay, that's good. Another movie that came out last weekend, Wild Mountain Time, like T H I like the spice Wild oh, Mountain Time. Time. Yeah. Yes, yes. Headstrong farmer Rosemary Muldoon has her heart set on a winning on winning her neighbor Anthony's love. The problem is Anthony seems to have inherited a family curse and remains oblivious to his beautiful admirer. Uh, stung by his father's plans to sell the family farm to his American nephew, Anthony is jolted into pursuing his ger- dreams. Cool.
1: Also coming out, this is the most descriptive I have ever read for a movie. Parallel. Par- are you ready for this uh, long, long,
0: long parallel? Well, just uh, cut off uh, part of it that's not important. That's what I always do when they're long. I never read the <laughs> whole thing. barely ever read the whole thing. <laughs> The whole, the whole, thing
1: is and I'm not kidding. Friends discover a mirror leading to a multiverse. Oh, that's it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh It has joke-checking in it. I mean, I mean, Alyssa Diaz, Marco Brian, uh, directed by Isaac Isman, Uh Five out of uh, five point nine out of ten. Eighty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes and seventy nine
0: percent of Google users like the movie. Ah, uh, farewell, farewell, amour! An Angolian woman and her daughter reunite with her husband after spending seventeen years in exile. Now strangers, they find common ground in their shared love shared love of dance. Um, starring <laughs> Jamie Lawson, Marcus Scribner, uh, tr- uh, Minwin, Minwin, uh, sure. 6.6 out of 10 on IMDb. 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. 80% of Google users liked Ooh. it. Uh,
1: the Neverlist. Uh, an overachieving 16-year-old try, tries to complete a list of challenges after her best friend dies in a tragic accident. Uh, this is a Stuart steward, Brianna DeMarco Boo Boo Steward, Andrew, Kai, and Kaiku Agenia, directed by Michelle Mauer. eight eighty Sorry. 8.6 out of 10 on IMDb. 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. 3.7 out
0: of 5 on when, when, whenever I look, I have never heard of that before. Uh, yes. Well, it's not there whenever you look. So, it just like, you see it now, but if you go and look, right. it's going to disappear. It's like a... Wherever I look. Right. It's a, it's a quantum website where if you look at it, it exists, <laughs> but then it doesn't. It's like Schrodinger's website. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: uh, assassins uh, filmmaker ryan white examines the circumstances surrounding the murder of kim jong-nam the half-brother of north korean leader kim jong-un was this the one where they like poisoned him in the airport yes. i think yeah yes yes uh Right, it's a documentary, so it doesn't have any actors in it. 7.6 out of 10 on IMDb. I don't see any Rotten Tomatoes score.
1: Cool. Uh, Arch Enemy. Oh, Arch Enemy. A teen meets a mysterious man who claims to have lost his superpowers after arriving from another dimension. Together they take the streets to wipe out vicious crime boss and his local drug syndicate. 5 out of 10 on IMDb, 68% of Google, no, on uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, 3.5 out of 5 on Screen Rant, and 63% of Google users liked it. It is with uh, Glenn uh, Howard from uh, How I Met Your Mother.
0: Oh, okay. That's that's interesting. Uh, Yeah. So, which movie do we want to see the most? Cool. This is actually hard for me. Okay. Um. Mm. Which are which ones are it between, or are you like I don't want to see any of these, and that's why it's hard?
1: No, no. It's definitely a bit between par- parabell and the last one.
0: Um. And archenemy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I will go with parabell. Parallel. I think I'm gonna go archenemy. Because I was in between the other the same, but it looks like yeah. Arch Enemy maybe has better actors in it, and that's the only reason I'm going there.
1: Yeah. I would love to see both, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Sure. I have actually the uh, totally legally bought Arch Enemy, and it's on my computer, so I should probably see it. Hey, I'm not going to plug Audible well, because Luke has done it. Uh, next week we will talk about The Stand episode one. Uh, we will uh, have another digital review of Sister of the Groom. I'm going to guess that is a sequel to all the other like groom
0: movies. All the other groom movies? Is there other groom mm. movies? I have no fucking clue. Okay. That's- <laughs> very generic like father of the bride that's what I was thinking it's going to be like a father of the bride sequel but like with a sister Sister yeah it's like a female father of the bride type spinoff right right
1: Uh, we will finally start our um, what I will call uh, our favorite part of the year it's definitely uh, one of my favorite segments we do every fucking year it is our best and f- worst movies of 2020. This is going to be one of the hardest lists I have ever done. Uh, not, on, not on the bad side. <laughs> I have seen a lot of shitty movies this year. I've not seen that
0: many good ones, so uh, this will be fun. Um, I can think of yeah. a couple of gems that stand out to me for like maybe one and two, a spot in my in my good list. And I definitely have a boatload of uh, ones that I can think of right off the top of my head for bad ones. But yeah. in my head, yes. there are two or three movies that jump out as good. That I don't know where they're going to end up on my list, but I know they'll probably be in my top five.
1: Uh, let's guess three random things, and uh, we're going to find that uh, we're going to
0: cut it down to two uh, random things. Three random things oh. is too many things. Takes I'll too long. Two random
1: things. Yes. Two random things. Okay. Uh, we will find out that, um, Trump will, uh, have a sex change operation and run as a female in 2024. Okay. And, uh, we will find out that chocolate cure cancer. <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the new, uh, Apple AirPods uh, are gonna. Yes. There's gonna be some type of explosion. Remember the Samsung phones <laughs> that exploded? It said it's gonna be on people's yeah. heads, like or wrapped around mm-hmm. people's heads, and it's gonna explode. Nice. Uh, nice. And they find, they find water on m- the moon. There we go. <laughs> on the moon? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> after so many years. All of a sudden, like, wow, there was what Uh Jeremy Round, uh, Frenemies. Let's talk about
0: Frenemies. Uh, because that's. Fro kind of was absolutely up. convinced after last week, <laughs> uh, the last week Frenemies show, that yeah, Trisha was never going to come back. I was a hundred and ten percent sure, actually. I don't think you were. Too. I'm. I don't think you were the only one because we were reading articles about it, watching videos right. that people were saying this is definitely over. She's definitely yeah. quit. It definitely, she's not. Definitely, never gonna do another episode of this podcast. And I was mm-hmm. like, these people clearly don't know Trisha Paytas as well as I do. Apparently, because. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's if, a two-hour episode of The Frenemies today. <laughs> right, if there's one thing that Trisha Paytas feeds off of and loves, it's drama. Yeah. And if, if you, yeah. you don't think she's going to show up for the drama of this? Like, you're crazy. Uh, I'm very crazy, that because I did, I actually thought that, that was
1: the end. I really right. did. I, I really thought this was like, okay, she talked too much shit about Ethan's wife. Like calling her, she definitely a and, uh... went
0: way too far. I agree.
1: Yes, calling her a bitch and the c-word. I mean, that's kind of like going a little too far, and like talking shit about their like uh,
0: uh, parenting job as well of Theodore. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, but like, but yeah, like he said, when she gets in that place, she doesn't have control of herself, so it's not, like, her right. fault, because she, she, she has... Out. Right, exactly. Uh, but at the same time, uh, how... how, how it, it, When you're doing it on a podca- podcast, and if it's live, especially, which they're not doing it live, but if it was, that could be a super big issue, especially if she said something... What, whatever she said, you know what I mean? If she's blacked out, she can say whatever and not even know she's saying it, kind of thing, yeah. That's right. dangerous for... Right somebody's business and let alone their own, the mental health themselves. Right. Uh, But it comes out in this podcast,
1: something that I have have had very like suspicions of for a very long time that uh, the problem is not really between Trisha and uh, the others. It is that uh, she is dating uh, Hilda's uh, brother. I don't know his name right now. I can't remember it. Uh, and Moses. Moses. And Moses is, is telling Trisha one thing and uh, also telling like uh, 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 Hilda something else. And that is kind of keeping a conflict and things like that. So sh- when she's airing out family stuff on on the podcast, it gets a little too like over dramatized because she hears it from one other person. So you you know the chicken game when a
0: fighter becomes the chicken. So it's like communication, right? And which they I guess has been a complaint this whole time. But I think the other thing is, whenever they get in an argument, Trisha always goes back to the same thing that uh. Well, we didn't ever want you to talk about us, like, before they ever started me. She always goes back to that podcast where they had their first argument, and she always returns to, like, the same, like, no matter what the argument is currently, she always goes back in her mind to that same argument over and over and over again, and she's never gotten over that, clearly. And so every time even a little thing goes wrong, she gets triggered back to that uh, old argument and... It, she brings that back up. Like, every single time, like, clockwork, uh, I see her do that. So it's clear that there's underlying issues that she has that aren't resolved, and then every time a little thing happens, those unresolved issues come back up.
1: Cyberpunk uh, 2077, holy Oh, yeah, right.
0: We totally forgot to talk about that.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, they have Uh, come out with a statement saying hey guess what we fucked up Uh, if you show us the receipt we will give you the money back (laughs) if you didn't like our game we will pay everything back again that is a big thing Uh,
0: yeah I guess so Uh, how many people are actually going to take them up on it instead of just waiting for the patches I don't know I, I have no clue I am not going to buy uh,
1: Cyberpunk twenty 20- seventy seven. There was someone that said that uh, on the nor- I have a normal PS four,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: some. Uh, I read somewhere that it, it, it's not like it's like the game is not playable on a normal PlayStation. Oh, okay. Well then, <laughs> yeah. pff, well screw that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like. Uh. Okay, then. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, think, silly. Yeah, I saw both IGN and some other big, like, uh, internet places on, on their YouTube giving it a 4 out of 10. When they had given, like, a 10, 8 out of 10 on PC because there were so many crashes on the PlayStation 4 that it was unplayable.
0: Uh, Hunter Biden we mentioned them a little bit earlier there's a federal yeah. investigation into the finances of uh, Hunter Biden uh, it's seeming like he may have committed some type of money fraud uh, allegedly and there's an investigation into that which could be an ongoing story except that we know that most news outlets aren't even going to cover it so we will cover it yeah, uh, as soon as something well. interesting happens for sure yeah.
1: Warner Brothers and HBO Max is keeping. Uh, is, has lost a lot of friends this week. Uh, uh, I mean, first, uh, Denis Villeneuve, uh, the director of Dune, came out and, like, hey, I didn't fucking sign up for this. Uh, then, uh, Christopher Nolan also said this week that. We talked about uh, that last week. Yes, Yeah. and uh, now now the director of Wonder Woman also came out and said, hey, I'm not very satisfied that this will be shown on, on streaming services and in the cinema. So nobody is satisfied with this, and according to every new service I have read, they told absolutely nobody
0: that uh, they were going to do this. Well, I I mean, they didn't tell any of the people who created the films is what you're saying. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's interesting. I don't think the company, these companies really give a shit, but what could happen is these people could end up being like, well, if you're not going to have my movies go to the big screen, then I'm not going to make, I'm not going to make movies for the big screen. I'm going to make movies for a different format. You know what I mean?
1: Right. That is what I think is going to happen.
0: So why not just make a TV show at that point? You know what I'm saying? Which, yeah. Right. Right. Definitely. Anything else? Zodiac Killer. Uh, yes. Code Breakers in San Francisco. Uh, some, like, hardcore co- Code Breakers. Three people from U.S., Belgium, and Australia. So world, worldwide, they were working on this. They cracked the 340-character cipher 51 years after it was created by the Zodiac Killer. I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: In Norway, uh, the Mask Singer was won by Ulrike Brandstorp, uh, the woman that sang Tenshi uh, in Eurovision last year. She oh. was the winner of the Mask Singer.
0: Oh, cool. Right on. Yeah. You liked her. So. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. She won. Uh, were other people in the so mass it. singer there not singers though is this is like when stacy yeah. keebler won dancing with the stars <laughs>
1: uh, there was some other singers there
0: yeah
1: mm. okay so but she was definitely the best and,
0: and i knew currently award winning <laughs> singer there right right uh, and I knew from the start it was her because it was very, very,
2: very... Uh, yeah, I listened,
0: yeah, I listened to one of them and it was like, clearly her voice... They didn't do anything to change her voice. It's so obvious. Yeah. And her voice is very unique also. Yeah. So yeah. that definitely yeah. gave it away. Uh, I think that's everything. Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, next week we're going to do the stand and we're doing best movies. So I'm guessing we're going to also end up watching a lot of movies this week to try to catch up on 2020. But really yeah, there isn't definitely. that much, like usually there'd be a lot more to catch up on uh, than there You're is right. this year. I kind of enjoy that about this year, 2020 that there, right. it was easier to keep up with stuff, right? <laughs> definitely. Uh,
1: I have like six movies on my list that I want to see. <laughs> Before before next week. I don't think that will be a very big problem. Okay, cool.
0: Yeah. Okay, uh, from Norway, goodbye everybody. From the US, goodbye everybody.
2: Goodbye, citizen.